Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. This episode could be the most interesting one so far. This is about how you actually create your reality. We've all been told that we are the creators of our reality from many different sources, including Abraham and lots of other channelers. And of course, that's true. But how do we create a reality? Well, we think that when we get good at this, we'll be able to pick and choose what we want. But of course, we're not seeing the whole picture, so our perspective is limited. How we create our reality is actually this. Our reality is a reflection of our vibration. Our vibration is our perspective on ourselves, in our reality, in every area of our life. That's all that's happening here. When you want to create something specific, you're pretty much tuned to the lack of that thing. You're in the vibration of lack. What we want to do is raise our vibration. How do we do that? We raise our perspective. We see ourselves as more in every area of our life, as more capable, more loving, more giving, not lacking anything, more worthy, that sort of thing. That is done through a process where we identify and then analyze limiting beliefs. Once we find the limiting beliefs, we do the work to prove those beliefs are not true. We find evidence in our lives and the lives of others that prove that this belief is not true. All limiting beliefs are false. How do we prove it to ourselves? And that whittles away the intensity of that limiting belief. As we do that, our perspective increases. Also, our perspective increases through action. When we take action and see the experience from the highest perspective that we can believe, we will gain information in each experience. This will elevate our perspective even more. Essentially, we'll get to the level of offering such a high vibration because our perspectives are so high that we are creating based in love. And we can't imagine what's going to come back from that high vibrational place because no one's ever been there before. So what comes back is the unimaginable. Now, where do you have a single unimaginable experience? One that defies explanation. When you have these experiences, you see how you're the creator of your reality. You've achieved a high perspective. Then this thing out of the blue happens and it surprises you and delights you. It's thrilling. It's exciting. And then you go, oh my God, that's just giving me more information to shift my perspective even higher. And so you start shifting your perspective exponentially higher and all kinds of things start happening. And this is how you create your reality. So it's all, as we're known, it's based on our vibration. But what is our vibration? Our vibration is perspective. And so all the work that we do to shift our perspectives enables us to experience life that's unimaginable from where we were just a few months ago. And it keeps getting better and better and better. You start feeling better and better and better. And in this episode, Joshua explains this whole concept. All right, we're going to have a new activations Starting February 10th, if you're in any of the activations now and you're ready to go on to the next one, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com or look out for the email I'll send you. If you're new to activations and you'd like to get started, we'd love to have you. I'd love to send you all the information about it. Send me an email. And this time around, we're offering the foundations course and the activations for free. So if you join the foundations course, which is $3.99, it's a four-week course. You get activations for free. It's an amazing place to start. And it'll be something that shifts your perspective radically in just four weeks. All right. Thanks for being here. Like and subscribe to all that wonderful stuff. I appreciate you. If you we want. are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. You are the creators of your realities. We've been saying that for a long time. You've heard it elsewhere. This is a fundamental fact in this reality. But how exactly do you create? What does it mean to be a creator of your reality? Well, it implies that this reality is designed specifically for you to create experiences based in perspective. If you go about this from a limited perspective, you are still creating your reality. If you go at it from the highest perspective, you are creating your reality. But let's explain how this might work out when you cannot really see how you're the creator of your reality. You know you have an inner self. 
you know that prior to this life, you set very strong intentions for what you would experience in this life. From the non-physical you, the powerful, experienced explorer that you are, you very much wanted to be here. And you had a great deal of support and guidance in the creation of this life. This life was then created, you entered it, and you are experiencing it from your human perspective. As you could imagine, that human perspective, not knowing everything that you know in the non-physical, forgetting who you are, and with this illusion of separation, it is hard to understand how you could be the creator of your reality. The idea sounds fascinating. You would love to be the creator of your reality. But from a human perspective, you would create based in a limited perspective, not having all the information. So the system is set up for one purpose and one purpose only, to move you along through a series of experiences that will shift your perspective higher and higher and higher. You see, you are creating your reality with your emotions, with your desires, with your expectations, your beliefs, all of that happening all at the same time. So let's imagine that you come to this earth reality, forgetting who you are, feeling individual, not understanding much of what's really happening here. You're equipped with high emotional sensitivity and you're feeling all kinds of emotions. Some you would call positive emotion and some you would call negative emotion. You are feeling it intensely. And so through the experiences, day by day by day, you birth desires. Those desires are put into a box. This box will create based in that emotion, your belief system, this whole package, i.e. your perspective. It'll create something. Do you know what it's going to create? No. Do you care what it creates? Well, from a limited perspective, you do. But from the highest perspective, you do not care. You know it's going to be a reflection or a manifestation of the energy that you put into the box. The energy being your current mental construct, your emotional state of being, your desires, your expectations, and your beliefs. That package of energy gets inserted into the box, and the box generates a perfect reflection in physical form of that energy package. You then open the box and receive the gift that comes out of the box and you have a reaction to it. From a limited perspective, you will not really understand the gift. You will say, well, that's not what I wanted. If I could create my reality, what I would like is a big bag of money to come out. But we promise you, you would not want that. Because when you have a big bag of money, from a limited perspective, it's not going to make you feel the way you thought you would feel. You will still use that money to put back into the box and generate experiences that show you your limited perspective. So the box is designed to do two things, reflect back to you your current perspective and move you into experiences that will give you the opportunity to raise that perspective. The box is generally designed to help you raise your perspective, but most humans can't see that. Most humans do not like what they're getting out of that box. They think the box is broken. They think they're broken. They think the whole system's broken. They feel more and more and more like a individual trapped victim of this malevolent reality. Because what the box gives them back is simply showing them their perspective of themselves which is limited. Since they are all limitless beings, this sign of limitation is unwanted, uncomfortable, generates negative emotion because the perspective or the opinion of the person seeing the manifestation from what they've created is seeing from a perspective where they cannot see how this will lead to what they think they want. So imagine someone feels limited, feels trapped, feels like they can't get what they want. 
they then would say, I want X because I believe from my perspective that X would make me feel less limited, limitless, free. What's generated from that box causes them to feel more limited because it's reflecting back to them their belief system. However, within that manifestation is information that if they could see it, they would allow themselves to shift their perspective. Well, you can see this is a very tricky situation, almost a conundrum. What to do, what to do, what to do. This has been generating this way for eons. And so the slow progress of humanity from fear to love is taking what you would consider a long time. From our perspective, it's happening quite quickly, happening in the perfect timing. So you've had experiences before in past lives. You've expanded through those experiences. You come now from a non-physical powerful position and create the perfect life that will give you the opportunity to understand how to use this box. You play around with this box in limitation, getting back what you don't want, and feel negative emotion. Since you're highly emotional sensitive, you cannot stand for it. And this causes you to seek other information to help you understand yourself as the creator of your reality. Your ears perk up when you hear the term creator of your reality, when you hear the term law of attraction. You are seeking something to feel better. And so you find this information, you understand your creative reality, and yet still you want to create what you think would be ideal in your situation. Because you think if you could change or control the conditions, you would feel better. If you could see yourself from a higher perspective, you'd feel better. Because feeling comes through emotion. When you are perceiving reality accurately, you feel better. When you perceive it inaccurately, you do not feel very good. So this movement then is working on its own if you are thinking about feeling. How do I feel better? How do I feel better? How do I feel better? In that, you'll be moved into experiences that will help you elevate your perspective if you can see the experience as good and right or even perfect. If you can go into an experience, raise your perspective as high as your belief system will allow prior to entering that experience, you will see the information. It'll become apparent to you. If you say, why do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. This is bad or wrong. You're blind to the information that's there. If you go through the experience and look back on it and see the perfection in that experience and understand, oh, that's why I was in that experience, you will get all the information. This will help you elevate your perspective. So the creator then drops their ideals, drops their outcome, drops their identity, doesn't need any of that, drops all of the specifics about what they wanna create. And they do one thing. They keep raising their perspective on themselves in that area of their life as high as they can. And then they let the box create the unimaginable, something they would never consider. And that gives them feelings they did not have before. That unlocks information that has never been unlocked before. That gives them insights and the feeling of who they truly are, which is a powerful creator of reality. This is the key here. If you can let go of anything else other than raising your perspective with each experience, seeing yourself from a high perspective. So what's a high perspective? You are the creator of your reality. Meaning this is an automatic generation of a reality based in how you see yourself. If you see yourself from the highest perspective possible, you will be creating from a vibration of love. What will come out of that box when you are operating at that vibration? It's unimaginable. We can't imagine it. You can't imagine it. There will be creations that have never been created before. Brand new things. This is what's exciting to us and to you because you're explorers, you're adventurers. You came for the new.
and this is how you get it. But to get it, you have to drop your judgment, your determination of right and wrong and good and bad, your need to protect yourself, your need to pretend that you're a victim in any situation. As you raise your perspective, you will not be able to maintain these limiting beliefs. They'll be shown to you very quickly. So to get good at being the creator of your reality, you look at every single thing that comes out of that box as a gift. If at first it looks like it's something you do not want, you are viewing this inaccurately. It is always a gift, no matter what it looks like. You can crash your car into your best friend's car, and this is a gift. How do you know it's a gift? Because everything that comes to you is for you. If you look at it from that perspective, you'll see it. It'll be there. It'll be perfect. If you look at it as if you're the victim, you can't see it. You will not be able to see how it is serving you serving you in the only thing you want because you know how this game is played. The only thing you want is to have a massive shift in perspective in one lifetime. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Daryl. Hi, Joshua. I have a special connection with extraterrestrials and I'm finding that a lot of my friends are sending me pictures and videos of extraterrestrials. And it's all great and fun. We're really having a great time of it. And we think it's a gift. Um, but I'd like to see what you have to comment on that. Certainly. As the ambassador. <laughs> as the explorer of the universe. You have an affinity with this subject. As do many of you. You are understanding that this Earth environment is the most fascinating place in the universe. It is unique, and you are at a crucial point in your evolution. You are thinking things that humans have not thought before. You are having experiences that no physical entity has ever had before. The unimaginable. How will you pull this off? How will you move through it? How will you get out of this illusion? How will you shift your perception of reality from victim to creator? How will you move from fear to love with all the interaction, all the different energies at play here? It's fascinating. But that's about it. Think of it as the greatest show on earth, and you are the stars of that show. Sure, you've been an audience member of other shows before, but now you're on center stage. <laughs> you're just looking at all these people from the crowd watching and enjoying the show, but they're just spectators. They're not really influencing. Maybe they'll applaud, maybe they'll boo, but that's about all the impact that they have. They are here in fascination, in love, because they are beings of love, just as you are. They understand that more. There is nothing more to think about than that. They are passive observers of this greatest show in the universe. And so it's fun to play with them, fun to communicate with them, fun to do these things, but there's nothing serious going on here. So just enjoy your role as the star of the show and see what unfolds. Excellent question. Vic. Thank you. Hi, Joshua. So I was in an interesting situation this weekend where I was a part of a social gathering and there was a group of people um, in a corner and they were Obviously, I got attracted to that because they were talking about spiritual stuff. And there was this one guy who was being very condescending, very rude. He was the uh, center of this group. And he was talking down to people. He was throwing out names like Jed McKenna and Yuji Krishnamurti. And he was being very boastful about his knowledge. So I felt compelled to insert myself into that conversation. And about half an hour later, the guy went screaming and he was like, I mean, I kind of overpowered him in that conversation with the perspective that I had right now. And my whole argument was like, it's all love. And his was like, no, fear is real. Love is not. And of course, that's not how it works. We know that now. So anyway, so he got angry. He walked away out of that group. And then everybody was like, oh, thanks. for Now, I first, I felt like 
that was not a good vibration for me to be in. That's probably the ang- I felt anger as I was in that situation. I felt that was not the right vibration for me to be in. Secondly, there was a hint of pride there. Like, oh, I did this, you know, I beat this guy at his own game and all of that. Somehow, I. the point is I'm not feeling very good about this whole conversation. I feel guilty. I feel like I should have probably, if I am in the vibration of love, I should have handled this in a better way than I did. Excellent. So I don't know what you have to say about that. Thank you. As the creator of your reality, when you see things from a high perspective, you will understand that every encounter is perfect. Every encounter has been set up. You could not be at that event had you not meant to be there. The other person that you tangled with could not be there either. You were set up together to play this game, to play a game of vibration. Would you say that to get in a confrontation with someone like this and to assert your opinion in this case would be a lower vibration than to allow this person to just say what they want to say without any confrontation? You might say, yes, because I didn't feel good about it. Therefore, it was a lower vibration. I could have handled it better, blah, 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 blah. We want to tell you that you did exactly everything right. And that if this caused the other person to experience negative emotion, it was simply alerting that person to the fact that they had a limiting belief in this area about themselves. There was something that was causing them to fight back or to be arrogant or to be boastful or whatever it was. And you were the one who needed to trigger it. So when you or any of you get into a situation where someone else gets upset for any reason, you did nothing wrong. You certainly didn't intend it. It isn't what you, what you have wanted, but this was the case because they needed to be shown for where they're going, that they have a belief system that is limiting them from progressing in this area. They have desires. They birth the desires and cast them into this box. From their perspective, they just want what they think they want out of it. But what they truly want is to elevate their perspective, to see things more clearly, to understand themselves better. To get there, though, they have to look at a belief system that is not true. The belief has to be shown to them. Because how would they change their mental construct if they couldn't process certain beliefs that were not true. They certainly have thoughts that they don't like and they think are wrong, but they ignore them or complain about them or wish them away. And so they don't do the work to process limiting beliefs. So then the event or the subject matter has to become more tangible. You were at the perfect place at the perfect time to say the perfect thing to illuminate this limiting belief, not just for them, for yourself and for everyone else who's watching. This limiting belief was shown to everyone there. For them to get where they want to go, they're going to have to process that limiting belief. They're going to have to prove to themselves that that belief is not true. They may not do it after this encounter, but they may do it after the next encounter. They may say, Something is wrong with how I'm feeling in a situation. I believe I'm a spiritual person, yet I am feeling negative emotion. What am I missing here? They have this opportunity, and you all do. Will they take it? It's likely they will start to think a little bit differently, and more nuanced manifestation events will be shown to them, and they will open themselves up enough to allow in another perspective, maybe another spiritual leader. You have to understand that humanity has been taught to believe that the answers are outside of them. And so they will tend to follow who aligns most with their current belief system. And they will want to control the narrative of this person. 
They will want you to believe what they want to believe because, of course, that will make them feel more at ease with their belief system. And so going into situations like this, when you realize that they are having a limited perspective on any subject, this just happens to be the subject of spirituality, they will want to control the narrative because the control aspect they perceive causes them to feel good. If it turns out that this subject is what I was taught, then I can have a basis of my reality. I can have something tangible to. Humans want to grasp onto anything that will alleviate their uncertainty. Well, here you are within an illusion. In this illusion, you can't remember who you are and you feel separate. You are all moving towards oneness. And so the feeling of limitation and this illusion is undesirable. So you're looking, you're looking. You want to find this thing that works. You want to find this thing that works. You want to find this thing that makes sense. But to find what really makes sense, you have to realize you're in an illusion. You have to realize that you're not affected emotionally by outside conditions and people. And that the cause of the negative emotion is the limiting belief itself. Without limiting beliefs, you could not feel, you could not label, you could not experience what you call negative emotion. You could not feel bad. It would be impossible. So anytime you feel bad, the only thing that's happening here is that you have a belief that is not true. What do you do? You distill that belief. You write it in a sentence. You notice the thoughts that came to you when you were being triggered, and these were all urges to control or change conditions. You then look at that belief and you say, if this belief is not true and all limiting beliefs are not true, where's the evidence in my life that proves that this is not true? You look at instances in your life where the opposite of this belief occurred for you. I am not good at this or that. Okay, well, when I was eight, I was good. Or when this happened in college, I was good. On my first job, I did this, and I was capable in that. You find this evidence. It whittles it down, whittles it down, whittles it down. The universe is showing you this limiting belief because you're receiving inspiration that will lead to everything you want. But you're not going to act on that inspiration when you have a limiting belief. It's limiting you from acting on the inspiration. You know that. You all know that. But those who are operating under the illusion that they're a victim in this malevolent universe will see an example, will feel negative emotion, and will receive urges to change or control conditions. They will argue with you or they will huff and puff and run off in a storm. If you can see what's actually happening, though, you can look at it from the highest perspective. And in that situation, in that interaction, you won't be triggered yourself. You won't be caring about their opinion or the opinion of those who are listening on the conversation. When you don't care, when you aren't feeling negative emotion, you are perfectly connected to your inner self. And your inner self will send you ideas. Say this. Now, your inner self was sending you ideas, and many of them you heard. The idea to walk over to that group is a perfect explanation of that, a perfect example of that. You were at this party, something caught your attention, and you were inspired to walk over and see what this was all about. This is what's happening all the time. Now, in that situation, if you could say, oh, I've been led into this conversation. There is some information in this conversation for me. I am going to look at this from the highest perspective possible. And I'm going to glean that information. You will then be inspired to say something. If you say something that upsets someone else, that's good. That's their manifestation event. That helps them process limiting beliefs if they choose to. But when you are clear and confident and standing in your own authority, saying whatever you're inspired to say and knowing it was perfect, 
you're going to affect those involved. You're going to be the example of alignment. And this was a taste of that. Wonderful question. Michael. I'm trying to help a friend process the loss of a loved one. And she feels that that she had a hand in his passing. And she also feels that him as a human being would not have, have wanted that to happen. And so is it true that ultimately at the soul level, that's what he would have wanted? Because if that's true, then it, I think for humanity, it would give a lot of people some level of peace that it's not their fault or that they feel bad that the lost one would have wanted to stay back. Can you help us clarify with that? Transition to the non-physical is determined by the non-physical version or the non-physical aspect of that human. The human has certain points in life where they can opt out of this reality and they do it unwittingly, not really understanding it, but they'll make certain human decisions and opt out. That's infrequent. Mostly you are living this life, having the experiences that you are meant to have and choosing whatever perspective you have. From the non-physical soul level, you make agreements. If you're in a car accident and your best friend was driving and you get killed in transition to the non-physical, this was agreed to. It's impossible not to. And you did it for the service of your friend in the driver's seat. You did it for them, for whatever reason, for them to have the experience, for them to get to another level spiritually, for them to change the lives of others if they're so inspired to, whatever it is. It's always an agreement in that situation. There's nothing to worry about because transition to the non-physical is the most enjoyable ride that there is. Birth, more difficult. Transition to the non-physical, fun. Imagine that you are living this life like most humans are, feeling isolated, limited, insecure, disconnected, and having no clue who you truly are or who anyone else is. Then you transition and you rise pretty rapidly from the density that you exist as a human to the density that you'll exist in the non-physical. On the way up, you start to remember who you are. You start to feel the magnificence that you are. You start to let go of all the fear. You let go of the fear almost instantly. And you move from this dream state back into reality. Do you ever have a very intense dream and you wake up and you can't remember if you're in the dream or if you're in your own reality? And it takes you a few seconds to shake that off. That's like transitioning into the non-physical. Takes you a little time to shake that off. You get some support in that, depending on how deeply you were involved in the illusion and how real you thought this reality was. There are some who are spiritually advanced enough who are have belief systems that are more true, and they have a quicker time of it adjusting to the non-physical. But it is a fun thing to do. It is a wonderful thing to do. To come from fear to love quite rapidly, from ignorance to knowledge to wisdom quite rapidly, and then to feel the expansiveness of who you are. You're all massively expanded beings. If you're on this call now or listening to a later date, and you've squeezed yourself into these tiny little bodies. When you transition to the non-physical, you re-emerge, re-inflate to who you truly are. From the perspective of the human that's lost someone, well, sure, you've lost their physical presence, but you haven't lost their non-physical presence because now they're with you 24-7. They are hearing every thought you think. They're with you in every situation, and they become one of your supporters. They are thrilled to participate in your life from their non-physical position. The fact is, they always were. You see, the human form is just a tiny little aspect of the non-physical magnificence that is you. 
and your friends are with you in the non-physical, guiding all of you together, interacting with you, giving you brilliant ideas, things to talk about. Sure, if you are in grief at the loss of a loved one, you don't have much connection. It's very difficult to hear them, to feel them. But if you alter your belief system just a bit to realize what's really happening here, that you are eternally connected to everyone you know, that you are in love with everyone that you know, and that you know everyone that you know, eternally, eons, that there's no separation, there's never been any separation, they're always with you. Just that raise in perspective, shift in perspective will allow any of you to connect with anyone in the non-physical at any time, regardless of whether you knew them in life or not. If you are a fan of someone, if you are interested in some aspect of physical reality that someone was with passed on, you can connect to that energy as well. That's where all your power really exists. And it exists only if you can get to that perspective where you see everyone wants to be participating with me in this life. I can bring in anyone and they will be thrilled and overjoyed to participate with me in anything I'm doing. If you, quote, unquote, lose someone, you haven't lost anything. That's the illusion. You are now much more connected to that person. And because they no longer exist in your reality, they no longer cause you any distress, discomfort, annoyance, anything negative whatsoever. But if you feel guilt, if you feel loss, if you feel grief, you've just put up blocks to that, your own blocks. You can dismantle that. No one in the non-physical wants you to grieve for them, ever. No one in the non-physical feels anything but love and joy. No one in the non-physical has any fear, guilt, shame, regret, resentment, ever, for anything. It is all set up by design. There are no accidents here. If it wasn't meant to be, it could not be. It had to be for the experience that the surviving person needed and agreed to. How they go through that experience is based in their perspective. If they perceive that this was an agreement made in the non-physical, that this is part of the experience of life, they're going to go through that experience in joy because they will understand and be grateful for this person who did this for them. And this person who is still existing in physical reality did everything perfectly for their friend who transitioned to the non-physical. Thank you. Excellent. Christina. I'd like to share a bit of a, a miracle that I feel like kind of happened to me last night. An unimaginable um, experience? Yes. <laughs> so I followed guidance this past week and I let go of, I had a bunch of pet sitting gigs lined up, some of which the people I had done been doing this for years. When I had these conversations with them, I spoke from the heart and I was able to stay pretty connected, even though some of them I had gotten, I had upset them, but I knew that this was inspiration and I could trust this. And then two days ago, I developed some sciatica in my right leg, seemingly out of nowhere. And I was feeling pretty like heavy about this and was having a hard time kind of deciphering what the cause was. I was triggering fears that I was feeling like powerless to this bodily condition that was uh, coming up for me, which is I recognize a common limiting belief for me that I've been, that has been triggered lately is feeling powerless to conditions. But then I had the inspiration to look at Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And sciatica is the fear of the future and money. Immediately, I knew this was it. And so I decided last night, take a salt bath. I put some frankincense on. Then I decided to sit and process this fear. And I started to remember situations where money has shown up for me. And I started to move into more of a sense of trust again, that this was inspiration and guidance and I could trust this. And then the mantra came to me that I can trust in the abundance that is coming my way. So I went to sleep last night, listening to the activation meditation and then 174 Hertz frequency, which is supposed to help release pain and listen to these as I was falling asleep and repeating this mantra. And then the pain subsided. Can you explain that? The messenger was no longer necessary. 
it's going to be there to get your attention. You feel powerless against the conditions. You felt like you had to do what you didn't want to do to get some monicum of income. And as you know, from the communications that we had with you and from the communications you had with Christy, you know you're here to do something very, very, very important and special. And with that is more financial abundance than you could conceive from where you are now. We were not kidding when we explained the one who was the most skilled brain surgeon in the history of the world, the first who ever completed this, making $200,000 per operation in 15 minutes with people all over the world coming to study what you do and then thinking you still have to walk dogs. Does it make sense? And so when you feel so limited compared to the power that you are, not trusting who you are, you'll be show manifestation events. When you raise your perspective quickly as you have, they go into the body right away because this is the easiest way to process them. You listened to the inspiration. You opened the book. You got some guidance. You got a mantra. And you processed this message. So the messenger is no longer needed. Not that you needed the messenger to leave. You want the messenger to stay as long as it needs to stay for you to get the message. But if the message is gotten, it's not necessary anymore. You see, your natural state of being in your body is feeling excellent, powerful, wonderful. And when it doesn't feel that way in your body, it's there to catch your attention because you're not seeing it in your physical reality. You're not seeing it in experiences. So this is true of any physical body situation. And as you raise your perspective higher and higher and higher, it just gets in the body quicker and it gets released quicker because it's easy to see it in the body. You don't need to absolutely rely on something you read in a book. Where you are now, you can go inside and ask these questions. You'll get the answers yourself. This is where you're headed. This is what you're going to teach. You're going to look at your life and you're going to come from a place of imagined limitation at great scale to superstar. And you're going to get to tell the story. How did you make it through? Because that's what we'll teach is a story because the story will inspire. You have the basis of a fantastic story that you can relate to other people and that other people can get inspired by. So trust in what is happening here. You are on the verge of it and you know, because you're living differently now. You are pushing past fear that you couldn't push past before. You are doing things in a sense of knowing and trusting and understanding that it's all an escrow for you. You don't need it yet because you would use it for what? Imagine that you had what you would consider a huge amount of money, $5,000, but not knowing or trusting or going through this process to get through it. It wouldn't serve you at all. You would just simply do more of what you've been doing or a little bit different. You need to go through this radical transition, this inversion from I'm not getting what I need. I'm not getting what I need. I'm not getting what I need. I'm not getting what I need to I'm here to give. That's all I'm here to do is give, 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 give what I can, give what I can, give what I can, knowing I need nothing. Few humans can do that. You have literally no examples in your life. When you get close to someone who's been living this way, you'll see how effective this approach to life is. Stop needing and start giving. That's where you're going. You're going to be a superstar giver. And when you give, what do you get? Everything you truly want. Excellent question. Michael. Hi, Joshua. I just want to share something uh, I had experienced last night. You mentioned car accidents two times today, and that was my experience last night. Uh, it was a big accident, and um, and everything went actually very well, like un, like unexpected. Everything was arranged, and I, 
and the, the right people showed in the right minute and everything was a good experience. Um, my question is, I was just pretty much in a red light traffic light and someone, and I was stopping there and someone came from back and just hit me. So the question is, I'm in this, I'm feeling good and everything is working out well from that state of mind and perspective. Is it because it wasn't my fault? So there is no shame or guilt in it? Or did I actually start raising my perspective? Or I just want to learn from that experience. Thank you. We'll go back to the analogy of the box. You come now to a point where you're considering the possibility that you're the creator of your reality. And that your vibration is creating this reality. Your vibration is going to that box and coming out with reflections of that vibration. So you say, I'm raising my vibration. I'm raising my vibration. I'm, I'm only thinking good thoughts. I'm only being a nice person. I'm only doing good things. And then something comes out of the box that sucks, that I don't want. Hmm. Maybe without me noticing it, I've dropped my vibration. Not at all. That thing that came out of the box, whatever it was, was the perfect thing for you at the time, the gift for you. Well, how do you see a car accident as a gift? It's certainly, from your perspective, you would not want that to come out of the box. You would not ask the box to deliver you this car accident. You would not ask the box to deliver you sciatica. So what is the box delivering you? It's delivering you a message. What was the overall message that you got? Everything was taken care of for that night. They got even the replacement car, the right uh, body shop. Everything was arranged. I connected with the tow truck guy and learned a lot of experience about other things completely different than that. So would you say that you are totally supported in this life? I felt that. That even in a situation like this, where in the past you might thought it was wrong, you had enough wherewithal to look at it from a perspective that says, I created this. If I am a perfect creator, which you absolutely are, all of you are, why would I create this? There must be something in this, some information that's going to move me along my path to shift my perspective even higher. Here I am, out of no fault of my own, get hit in the car, back of the car, and everyone shows up. Everyone is wonderful. So much support. Everything is handled. Everything goes smoothly. It barely interrupts my life at all, and yet I see examples of support all over the place. I am supported. I don't have to worry. I don't have to protect myself. I wasn't hurt. Everything worked out. Great little sign to get as you're starting to shift your perspective. Now, when you can see that nothing is wrong, that everything is perfect, that everything had to happen, that the person did not do anything wrong by hitting you, the person gave you this experience that you could not have had if you were trying to protect yourself. If you were worried about car accidents, you'd be at home and you would miss this experience. But you were out. You were mixing it up. You were playing around. Now, if you can take this, this understanding here, that what you have been taught to believe is wrong is not wrong. What you've been taught to believe to protect yourself from accidents, mishaps, coincidences, bad luck. That was all taught to you by people living in an illusion. From that perspective, that limited perspective without any information, without this information, that's understandable. But somehow you made it here and you're entertaining a different way of thinking. And everything that comes to you from this point on is designed to move you to higher and higher and higher perspectives, designed to show you that everything that you believed about this reality from the perspective of the victim is not true. Trying to show you wherever your limiting beliefs are through manifestation events that cause negative emotion. 
those manifestation events you very much want. And as you shift your perspective, all of you, higher and higher and higher, as you raise out of the densities of fear and into the densities of love, they'll be shown to you quicker and quicker and quicker. So by the time you get there, you want to be really good at identifying limiting beliefs and identifying those times when you feel like a victim. This is the design of the system. This is what the box is for. You hold a high perspective and the box will give you an unimaginable experience. The box will give you inspiration. The box will give you sciatica or a manifestation event. The box will give you everything you need to do one thing and one thing only. Shift your perspective higher. Humans are trapped in this little bit of a loop where they can't get out of this illusion. But more and more and more and more and more of you are awakening, awakening out of the illusion. If you look at third density, you start at the very bottom parts of it with the fundamental of choice, of freedom, of abundance, of lack, of all these things. And you really want to believe that you have choice. It seems like you do, but that's the illusion. You have one thing and one thing only perspective. The choice comes from perspective. As you get in these higher densities here, you look at this car accident, you say, this is a gift. As you're looking at it as a gift, you notice all the wonderful people that show up. You notice how everything's taken care of. You notice the things that you're inspired to say, the things that other people are inspired to say. You see what's really happening. You see out of this illusion. If you're looking at it from a limited perspective, you're saying, this happened to me. That person in the other car was wrong. Nobody is helping me. I'm in pain. All this stuff is bad, bad, bad. I'm the victim. You have a choice there. You have free will. The free will is to choose the perspective where this is happening for me or this is happening to me. I'm the victim or I'm the creator. That's the choice. And as you use that choice of perspective and then allow whatever decisions come from that perspective and say, well, those are the only ones that could come from that perspective. Then you will start to notice one thing that's very interesting. You'll start to see yourself from a higher perspective and a higher perspective. And then as you do, you'll start to see signs how everything is connected. That everyone is connected. And that you are all one. And once you get to this point of you are all one, then there's no need to make a choice or a decision or an action. It'll just be there. If you understood that you were all one, if you entered the fourth density, you would be playing now at the bottom levels of this idea of oneness. Just like when you enter the third density, you're playing at the bottom levels of this idea of choice. As you rose in third density, you'd move from choice to perspective, from the illusion of separation to oneness. Now you're playing in this new arena of oneness. In oneness, you have to see that you're all connected. And so that this person who hit you is no accident that you're connected. And they came to serve in this experience. They don't know why they looked up at the wrong time or missed the break at the wrong time. They've never done this before. This is crazy. They weren't paying attention. They always pay attention. How did they not pay attention this one time? They had no choice. They are connected to you. You are one. They came to serve you exactly when you needed it at the right time. Because you're ready to see something you would consider bad and wrong in the past as somehow possibly right or good or even perfect. This is a sign of your shift in perspective. Couldn't happen if you hadn't reached a higher perspective. This is the evidence of that shift. This is a wonderful thing. It's truly a gift. And it's a validation of the work that you've been doing. So bravo. Does that make sense? Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silly question in the history of the world? I have one. Well, I just want to say I've been doing a lot of angel magic and I've been doing the activations and it's just incredible. I can't even describe how it's making me feel. But last night I did the meditation and then I went to bed and at one o'clock I woke up and I felt like the energy in my body went up a thousand percent. But it was really almost uncomfortable. <laughs> so how does the human raise their perspective that much and their energy level that much and feel okay with it? <laughs> well, that's not a silly question. Well, we're teasing. It's it's still <laughs> Do you remember what that meditation was about? Was it grounding? Which I was sitting outside listening to it, grounding with my feet in the earth. I mean, Gary knows me. I, I mean, I, I, but I have been feeling very airy. You are and... moving towards coherence. Mm. Coherence where your mind, body, and spirit come into alignment as one. Well, you have a very powerful, energetic, good feeling spirit. You have come into connection with that intellectually. You are mm -hmm. feeling better and feeling better and feeling better. And the activations are helping the body catch up by releasing trauma, releasing trapped emotions, releasing what it is physically weighed down with. Your body held all the emotion all, that you experienced that you were unable to process. So let's say you're a five-year-old and you're given a cone of ice cream. You're very happy. Well, there's nothing that's trapped in there. You're expressing joy. But let's say that that ice cream falls on the ground and your mother tells you, don't cry about this. You can't express the negative emotion. And you learn not to express negative emotion. And you learn to hold it in the body. And you all do. Everyone does. And so occasionally this trapped emotion will be released in injuries or colds or accidents or screaming matches or breath work or meditation or things like that. But now you've gotten to a level where you're ready to bring the mind, body, and spirit into coherence. And... What you've been doing in previous activations is releasing and releasing and releasing and clearing all this trapped physical emotion. This is what caused you to not feel energetic because there was a lot of kinks in the gears. There was a lot of sand in the system and that's being released. And so now you're body is energetically moving around so much more incoherent, so much more in alignment with your spirit and the intellectual understanding of this information. You've practiced it physically in your life. You've experienced joy, experienced freedom, experienced acceptance, experienced love. And now it's all coming together. But you're not used to it. A lot of energy in the body. You can't just do the things that you normally did. It is a little overwhelming, but you'll get used to it very quickly. You'll get used to it so quickly, you won't even realize or be able to remember how you felt before. This is what, of course, you want. This is what the activations are doing. This is part of the process of going along the spiritual journey. At first, you learn things, you understand things intellectually, and then you have experiences. The universe provides you experiences where you can use this information to make a choice of perspective. Oh, I got in a car accident. I'm going to choose a higher perspective. Oh, I got sciatica. I'm going to listen to my inner self. You see? But... Still, the past trauma 
has not been expressed. And so to allow it to be cleared through the activations catches you up to speed. Well, somehow, some way, you've gotten so good at this work that you've been, quite frankly, the first person to come in coherence with it because you are a true believer. You have seen through your own eyes the changes in your own life, the changes in the people around you, and how much better you feel, how much more closely you are connected with the non-physical. You understand this life from a perspective that almost no humans have ever reached before. And you're living your purpose as this example of one who is going with the flow of their inspiration, their beingness, their embodiment of spiritual concepts from their perspective, not needing to be anything for anyone else. You don't understand the ripple effect of all this. And yet, somehow, some way, you came to get into this level of coherence first, to explain how delightful it is to have these unimaginable experiences, and then to be in joy with it. You'll get used to it. You'll <laughs> think about it and say, oh, that actually was a really fun time. It was a little uncomfortable. But if you could jump back into your four-year-old body and feel the energy of that body, this is what is meant for you to have your entire life. If there was some process in place where you could move the trapped emotion out of the body through expression, this would not be nearly as necessary. But there is no mechanism in place in your society that allows one to express trapped emotion. It's not part of this culture. It is taboo to express your emotions. It is weak from the perspective of those in fear. As you get better and better and better and better at, at allowing this information to come in, to experience it, to play with it, to think about things differently, to act differently, to realize when you're purging emotion, when it's not happening to you, this, this pain or this injury or this little sickness is not happening to you. It's allowing you to get out the negative emotion. When you are acting on inspiration to have Epsom salt baths, to play with your sound bowls, to do meditation, you are all doing everything perfectly. You didn't know what you were doing, but this is the example that you're now giving to millions of people who will hear this. The inspiration to try this activation thing, to try these courses, to, to go on this relatively quick journey from victim to creator and to see the transformation, not just in your life, but in the lives of those around you, the connections that you're making, the support that you're giving, all of this stuff is all tied together. You have always deserved this and now you're living it because this is your purpose. And with that, we are complete. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I love the analogy of the box. You have your thoughts, desires, emotions, beliefs, and expectations. You bundle all of that up. You throw it into this box. And this box comes back with something physical that reflects what you just threw into the box. If you want something better to come through, you put in higher quality thoughts and beliefs and expectations and desires. And you get into a higher vibration. And then it reflects back to you that. You don't choose anything specific. What you get is a surprise. And the surprise is based on your perspective of yourself in that area of your life. If you want nicer surprises, nicer gifts, well, you'll have to shift your perspective. How do you do that? You start doing one of the courses. You start doing the work. You start learning how to process limiting beliefs, how to find the limiting beliefs. You start to see this reality completely differently than you thought it was. 
You start to realize that you're the creator of this reality, not the victim to it. You start whittling away those limiting beliefs and shifting your perspective higher and higher and higher. So let's get started. February 10th, we're getting a new group of activations and foundation course together. And you can get the activations, which is $199 for free, when you join foundations, which is $399. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and push past your fear and get started. In a year, your life will radically change. It'll be so much more satisfying, enjoyable, exciting, interesting. Everything you want is on the other side of your fears. Your first fear is doing something, taking some action. Well, action leads to experiences, and the experiences teach. The experiences have information. You can't do anything without action. Of course, you have fear. Everyone has fear. All the thousands of people who have done some course in this community all had to push past fear, every one of them. And they are thrilled that they did. They are so thankful that they pushed past fear. Because if your life is not feeling to you the way you think it should feel, if it's not spectacular in every area of your life, if you're not living an unimaginable life, well, the only reason is fear. Fear is an illusion and it's irrational. You're not going to die. You're not going to get criticized. You're not going to lose anything. It is going to lead to everything you truly want. And everything we do here is guaranteed. So if it doesn't work for you, you get your money back. Why wouldn't you do it? Because of this fear. It seems big. When you get used to pushing past fear, you'll gain confidence and it'll be more easy to push past fear in the future. So why not send me an email? I'll send you information. That's all there is. Not that hard. Okay. Well, thanks for everything you do to support this podcast. And if you would like to share it or like it or subscribe or post it somewhere else, that's awesome. I really appreciate all of you for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.